1: What's up everyone and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. Not only is it another episode, but it's the last episode of 2023. So today I'm going to be sharing my top 10 favorite shows of the year. I'm also going to be sharing my favorite Broadway moments, some Broadway buzz, and my favorite interviews from this year, as well as the top pick from my momager, executive producer, and camerawoman, my mom don't want to miss my favorite moments from Victoria Clark, Limón Miranda, and Natasha Yvette Williams. So without further ado, let's get on to your last weekly dose of Joel of 2023.
0: Broadway buzz!
1: There isn't too much Broadway buzz this week, but we do have some very exciting things going on before we go into the new year. To start off, The Book of Mormon becomes the 12th longest-running show in Broadway history on December 28th. So this Broadway production has been on Broadway for... I'm pretty sure over 10 years, and it surpasses Jersey Boys, becoming the 12th longest-running show in Broadway history. The Book of Mormon is also becoming the longest-running show in the history of Ju Theaters, and the longest-running production in the 98-year history of the Eugene O'Neill Theater. I mean, this is so incredible for this show, you know. Shows hope to become long-running shows, shows hope to, you know, have a nice, nice, nice long time on Broadway. And The Book of Mormon is just one of those shows that became a hit and is still a hit to this day. And I actually saw The Book of Mormon for the first time over this summer, and it was very funny. I mean, it it was just very funny. I went into the theater not knowing really what to expect, and I was very surprised. So everybody, congratulations to The Book of Mormon. The 46th annual Kennedy Center Honors aired on December 27th, and boy, were they fantastic. The ceremony was hosted by Gloria Estefan and honored the best of the best, including Tony-nominated actor and comedian, Billy Crystal, acclaimed soprano and Tony-nominated actor, Renee Fleming, British singer, songwriter, producer, and member of the B's G's, Barry Gibb, rapper, singer, and actor, Queen Latifah, and Grammy-winning singer, Dionne Warwick. This night was so fantastic, and there were performances from some of my favorites, including Cynthia Erivo, Lemuel Miranda, and Titus Burgess. So you can still watch this award ceremony on Paramount+. Plus. It is streaming on Paramount+, and you are going to want to go back and watch these stellar performances. And also, this night was honoring some of my absolute favorites, you know, Billy Crystal, Queen Latifah, Dionne Warwick. I mean people that have such huge contributions to the industry, the art industry, the music industry that we know and love. And I mean, Billy Crystal is the voice of Mike Wazowski. So what's not to love? So make sure you stream the 46th annual Kennedy Center Honors. My last piece of Broadway buzz is that Darren, Chris, and Evan Rachel Wood are going to be starring in the off-Broadway production of Little Shop of Horrors. The duo will succeed, Constance Wu and Corbin Bleu, and they will step into the roles of Audrey and Seymour in the long-running revival. I mean, this... News was a rumor online. You know, everybody heard rumblings that, you know, Darren Chris and Evan Rachel Wood are going to be in the show. And we really do not know what to expect. And I feel like Broadway is just in this time of rumors. Of course, we have the Gatsby rumors, we have the Sunset Boulevard rumors, and then we had this rumor. And this rumor is true. So make sure you guys go get your tickets to go see Darren Chris and Evan Rachel Wood in Little Shop of Horrors. Now I'm going to be sharing my top. 10 shows of 2023 i mean this year i saw over 35 shows that includes broadway off-broadway regional touring and i'm also considering the one show i saw 54 below i saw patty lapone at 54 below a night to always remember but this is my top 10 shows and i'm also going to be sharing you know my favorite red carpets and all that type of stuff but here is my top 10 list of 2023 at number 10 is el Mago Pop. I saw this show on opening night and it was a magic show and it blew my mind. I mean, I can't believe I I was able to see this magic on a Broadway stage. And I wish it had more than like 10 performances because I wish more people saw this show, but it was a night to remember and it was so spectacular. Number nine is going to Here Lies Love. I saw Here Lies Love in previews, and I mean, the show was spectacular. It was so fun, it was so immersive. You were like, I personally was not on the stage. I sat on the side, there were the side seatings where I was above the stage, and I mean, that was super fun. People to have a direct view down to what was going on on the dance floor, but it was just such a fun show, and I wished it stayed on Broadway for a little bit longer, but I'm glad the story was told on the biggest stage in the world, that is Broadway. Number eight is going to Ragtime at Signature Theater. Signature Theater is the theater here in D.C., the D.C. area. It's in Arlington, Virginia. And this is my first time seeing Ragtime. And being able to see so many performers in such a small space was magical. And I saw this show just a couple weeks ago, and Ragtime has just... That prologue, the, the opening number, has just been replaying in my brain over and over and over again. It's such a great show, and Signature Theater did it fantastically, and the cast was just stellar. I mean, everything about this show was just truly chefs kiss and i wish i wish ragtime came back to broadway you know what it's time to revive ragtime is it a huge cast yes would it cost a lot of money yes but do we need it absolutely number seven goes to pearly victorious i mean wow you guys this show is so funny leslie odom jr and kara young and honestly that entire cast absolutely killed it i mean this show is only one act and it goes by so quickly. You're like, what? The show's over? And I can't believe that this show was written over 40 years ago by the unbelievable Ozzie Davis. And I also can't believe this was his first Broadway revival. I mean, this show's so fantastic. It should be revived every twenty years because I feel like these topics are always going to be relevant. And I'm so glad I was able to see this show on opening night. Number six goes to Sweeney Todd, but it goes to two productions of Sweeney Todd, so it's a tie for number six. It goes to Sweeney Todd on Broadway and Sweeney Todd at Signature Theatre. I mean, Sweeney Todd on Broadway was thrilling. The choreography was magical, and I mean, listen, they got a lot of hate for that choreography, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And also seeing Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford and Daniel Yearwood on that stage blew my mind. They're also incredible. And then here at Signature Theatre in Arlington, Virginia, seeing Nathaniel Stampley and Brianna Marie Parham, they were absolutely fantastic. I mean, their takes on Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Lovett were brilliant. And what Signature Theatre did with the blood and not using the real fake blood and using the strings blew my mind. It was, it was so brilliant. So that, that show in general, Sweeney Todd, at signature theater and on Broadway, made my number six slot, and it just reminds me why Stephen Sondheim is so brilliant. Number six goes to Swept Away at Arena Stage. I mean, I saw this show on its opening night, and you guys, Swept Away was just insanely devastating and insanely, fantastic i mean the music written by the ava brothers blew my mind this is all their original music it's considered a jukebox musical and i mean you would not tell it all it sounds like a broadway score and it truly is a a real broadway score and the arrangements were so well done and the cast was just was brilliant and just all the things that take place in this show it's a one-act show and all things that take place is just like what in the world i mean you guys have to see it to believe it, and I hope, I hope, 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 hope this show comes to Broadway because I will be there. Because it was it's just so brilliant. Number four goes to Jaja's African Hair Braiding. I mean, you guys, this show was revolutionary for Broadway in my opinion. It was a full back cast, a cast almost only filled by women except for one, my man Michael Eloyde, and the show was produced by Leshan, written by Jocelyn Bio, and directed by Whitney White and. It was just magical, it was truly truly magical. I mean, it told the stories of what happened in an African hair braiding salon so well. And the chemistry with all the cast on stage was so well done. And the show was hilarious and had a devastating ending. And I wish the show ran longer on Broadway. If you were able to live stream it, congratulations. Cause I mean, you wanted to see this piece of theater live. And it's so incredible when live streaming happens on Broadway, but Jaja's African hair braiding was such an incredible show. And I can't wait when it's revived and when it's done regionally so so many other people can see this fantastic show all right we've made it to the top three and taking the number three slot is paper mill playhouse's production of the great gatsby i mean i love this show so much the cast the musical numbers the choreography the set everything was spectacular and we all heard the rumors we all know this show's coming to Broadway later this season, and y'all are gonna love it as much as I loved it. I mean, Jeremy Jordan, Evil Novozada, Sam Pauly, Noah Ricketts, those four killed it on stage. It was everything you want for a Gatsby Broadway musical. The set was lavish and gave Gatsby, gave, you know, over-the-top party host, and the musical numbers and choreography were out of this world. The choreography by Dominique Kelly blew me away. I mean, his dance moves stick in my head. And I mean, you guys are just gonna love this show on Broadway, I know it for sure. And there's one song that's always gonna be playing in my head for the rest of my life. And you know what it is? The party's roaring on. And the party's gonna be roaring on later on this season when The Great Gatsby makes it to Broadway. Number two goes to Parade. I mean, this show won Best Revival of a Musical, and it did it for a reason, because Parade was devastating and so, so fantastic i feel like i'm saying fantastic over and over again but all these shows were truly fantastic but parade especially it tells this true story of leo frank and mary fagan and ben platt michaela diamond alex joseph grayson the entire cast tell the story so well it was like one huge syncopation all running towards the same goal even though of course there were characters that were against leo frank but they all knew the story they were telling in the direction by michael arden was so brilliantly done. I'm so glad Michael won that Tony Award for best director of a musical because he did it so well. And this show is going on tour. So more people will be able to see the heart-wrenching story of Leo Frank and see what happened to this poor man and this poor girl. So when Parade goes on tour, you guys better get your tickets cause I will definitely be getting mine for when it stops by to my city. And the number one show of 2023 for me was... Shucked on Broadway. I mean, if you guys know me, you know how much I loved Shucked this year. It is so funny. The book by Robert Horne was beyond belief. It was hilarious to the max. The score by Shane McAnally and Brandi Clark felt so Broadway and felt so country and married them together in the perfect way. And the cast was unbelievable the cast loves the story they're telling and it's telling the story so well and I'm just so sad that shucked is closing y'all I'm going to miss shucked so shucking much it is corny it is funny it gives you all the good feels and you walk out of that theater smiling and happy and you know what theater is all about happiness and shucked gave you just that so if you can go see shucked before it closes on Broadway go see it and not to fear, because shucked is going on tour, y'all. So everybody around the country is going to get shucked. But this show takes the number one spot. And I can't wait to see this show. all over all the regional theaters on tour in the West End. I think it's going to succeed forever because it's so shucking good. Well, there you go. That is my top 10 list for 2023. Some other of my favorite moments were being at the last performance for Phantom of the Opera, being in that room, being at the final performance, was just beyond belief, you guys. There were so many stars in the room, all of the alumni. I was in fact sitting next to one of the former Christine Daez. And to see the chandelier go up for the final time, go down for the final time, see everyone take their bows for the final time, was unbelievable a moment to never forget and it was my first time seeing Phantom of the Opera can you believe it it was my first time seeing Phantom of the Opera on its last performance I mean it doesn't get better than that. That is any Broadway lover's dream to be in that room. And the fact that I was there just means so much to me. Another moment I loved was Wicked 20. Celebrating Wicked's 20th anniversary was so much fun. And if you guys missed it, I did a incredible series with my mentor, Miss Kristen Chenoweth, Revisiting the Magic with Kristen Chenoweth and Joel Crump. And that series... Did so well on all my platforms, let me say that. It was also just so fun to film and revisit that magic of Wicked with the original Glinda, Kristen Chenoweth. I also loved red carpets like New York, New York, and of course the Tony Awards and Shucked Red Carpet and spam a lot red carpet i mean i can go on and on about this year but i'm so blessed to be able to be getting content for you guys for broadway time my business and to be sharing the thing i love most broadway with broadway actors broadway performers and stars so thank you guys so much for making this an incredible year for me but now it's time for my favorite interview moments from this year
0: it's time for some interviews
1: My first interview was from the 2023 Tony Awards media room. I had the honor of asking Victoria Clark a question right after her win. And it was just such a special moment connecting with such an incredible performer after such a huge win. And, you know, she won this award 20 years ago for The Light in the Piazza, and now she won it for Kimberly Akimbo. And Victoria also gave me one of the most incredible experiences of 2023, going backstage at Kimberly Akimbo and seeing what the backstage area was like and going in her dressing room it was just so so much fun so here is my chat with victoria clark from the 2023 tony awards hi victoria congratulations i mean this is so incredible it's
0: so good to see you good yes.
1: to see you too uh, yeah That's such an incredible career i have to know who or what has been your greatest inspiration
0: wow that is a really tough question um I drew and still draw a lot of my inspiration from the great opera singers, so I would say Leontyne Price um, and Marilyn Horne were my idols growing up. And I think also um, the great comedians, you know, Carol Burnett, um, Lucille Ball. So my 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 taste, you know, goes from like high comedy to high art. And I think that's a great thing about this piece, and that's why I'm I, I, I'm so honored to be in this piece because um, you know David goes very deftly between sort um, of this ribald comedy and very heartfelt art, So it's a good mix. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you
1: how graceful and brilliant victoria clark is if you guys haven't seen her in kimberly Kimball yet what are you doing it won best musical it won five tony awards this season and you won't want to miss it while it's on broadway and she is a performance not to miss. My next interview is actually my mom's top pick from the 2023 year. It is also an interview that I was gonna feature anyway because it was so special. It was my chat with Natasha Yvette Williams at the Tony Awards press junket. This was her first Tony Award nomination and it was such an emotional, heartfelt interview. And it had to be a part of my 2023 top favorite moment. So here is my chat with Natasha Yvette Williams. Hey, you guys, I'm here with Natasha Yvette Williams. Yes. You play Sweet Sue in Some Like a Hot, and this is your first Tony nomination. Yes, yes. How does
0: it feel? It feels absolutely incredible and indescribable. I am amazed every moment of this experience and, um, and grateful, very grateful. I
1: feel like you and Sweet Sue relate in so many ways. Yes. You both are energetic, excited, have a passion for what you're doing. Tell me about how you two relate and how you truly bring yourself into Sweet
0: Sue. Oh, Sweet Sue is a boss. Um, I think like to think of myself that way, but she's also like a, um, I, I put together like the aunts in my family, the women in my family who've inspired me, who've encouraged me, and who've nurtured me, and so she's she's that, so I identify with her that way, and that she cares about this group of women that she's traveling with, but they also make her who she is, you know, she give, they give her purpose.
1: You are such an example of black excellence on stage. When I watched them like a hot, I said, wow, that's truly showing how amazing we are, and how amazing we can be. I want to know, how does it feel for you to be such an example of black excellence?
0: I am astonished right now just listening to you. Thank you. You are the very thing you just said, black excellence personified at such a young age and I can't wait to see you fly and soar. If you see that in me, it is amazing to me and I thank you for being who you are and recognizing that um, the show and that whatever we're doing has made some impact on your life and um, I'm just grateful for the moment. We have to do a hug after that
1: one. The last thing I want to know is where were you when you were nominated and What were you doing when you nominated And on a joyous note. Yes,
0: it was joyous. I was in the Peacock Room at the NBC Studios because the cast had just performed um, on the Today Show. And I went to the restroom, came up the steps, and my category was being called after like one or two had gone before it. And I heard my name, and I just sort of collapsed and cried again because I'm a crier, um, and was asking, is this real, is this real, or is this just something I've been dreaming about? Um, But that's where I was with my entire cast, with the cast, most of the cast, Yes. and we all just hugged each other girl, and girl, cried girl, and girl, yelled girl, and screamed, it was great. Yes. Thank you so much, Thank Natasha. You.
1: That moment for me felt like one of my most profound moments as a journalist, being able to have such a connection with such a brilliant performer. And it was also, I'm pretty sure one of the first times I made a performer cry during an interview, which is not like, haha, I made her cry, but it's like, you know, to be able to be asking these people such in-depth questions that make them truly reflect on their careers, is such an opportunity that i will never take for granted my last favorite moment of 2023 is with the lin-manuel miranda you know that moment everyone has seen it it is when i rapped with lin-manuel miranda at the red carpet for new york new york it was such an crazy experience, and it's something I will never forget. So here's the rap. I I mean, I could do it word for word, but here's the man himself, Lin-Manuel Miranda and I, rapping on the carpet.
0: Listen, I couldn't say it better. We wrote a big, giant love letter to New York. Yes, I'm old and Latin, but we wrote about all of Manhattan, and so I think we accomplished our goal, and that's why you get some beatboxing from Joel.
1: Remix, remix, remix. Well, listen, I couldn't say it better. 2023 was a big giant love letter to Broadway and I'm not that old yet, but I know for sure this one was not to forget. And so I think we accomplished our goal. Let's get ready for 2024. Oh! You guys, that's it for this episode of the Weekly Dose of Joel. You guys got my top 10 favorite shows of the year, my favorite moments, some Broadway buzz, and a little rap. A little remix from the genius himself limon miranda thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the weekly dose of joel and thank you for tuning in in 2023 2024 i have some huge plans i have things that i want to do for this podcast that are going to make it so much fun and i hope you come along on this ride with me i'm talking more giveaways more guests some long interviews everything you want and more but until then Have a happy new year and I'll see you next year for the weekly dose of Joel.